It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Well, again, no Dennis Stuckey today, just Brady Beaton, but I have a much better Dennis. Denny White will join us today since he doesn't have anything to do until his game later tonight against Marysville. So, Denny White, he's been on the show a few times. Thank you for coming back on. You're welcome. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun one. I mean, we didn't have a ton of scores to talk about. We had some league play wrap-up. Uh, Mooney lost in, well, to put it lightly, controversial fashion to Liggett. I saw uh, another no-hitter in softball. So we'll, we'll wrap about it when we come back. You're listening to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Denny White in for Dennis Stuckey today. You guys, uh, well, we'll start with you since you're our guest. You guys got a nice bounce back win over Ford after dropping the first two of the series. We did. It's nice that we talk all the time about it. It matters how you play mm-hmm. more than it matters the score. And because they're young, they don't really buy into <laughs> the, the, the score is all that counts, but but we played really well yesterday. The, the bats came alive, and the attitude was positive, and and uh, it was it was good to see that we can do that. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, the Mac White is not very forgiving, <laughs> and you finish with an eleven and four record. I mean, Ford is what top ten in Division One. Yep. Yeah, I yep. I mean, I saw them back on Monday. They're they're a really good team. Another really good team is Liggett. Um, they took on Mooney in the Catholic League Cardinal Championships, and it was a pitcher's duel. Kurt Barr comes out for Liggett and just starts humming 90. It was nice to – it's nice at Jimmy John's when you actually have a radar gun and just gives you one more thing to work with. Um, there were six hits total in this game. First run didn't come until the top of the fourth when it was a, um, <clears throat> a sack fly from Ryan Trombley to bring in Trent Rice. So it's one nothing. Blake Lutzke, kid left it all out there. He's a lefty, and I talked about this before, and I'm sure you know. Sometimes people get caught up with the radar gun. They see, oh, got to get to 90. Oh, he's throwing hard. This kid doesn't really break 81, I think was his hardest pitch. Gave up three hits. He's a lefty, and I know you like it. He throws a lot of off-speed as much as the fastball, a lot of kids saw first-pitch breaking balls. Oh, I like that, yes, because most kids will sit on a first-pitch fastball. It was almost to the point where a first-pitch fastball <laughs> threw me off. But, <laughs> no, he, he pitched really well. I mean, you know, Liggett team that I think has 71 kids on it, 13 college baseball players I believe I saw. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, small D4 school. 
Um, they're, they're all from Gross Point, too. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. You caught me off guard. I know. Um, so uh, Liggett ended up tying it in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, it was just a single. Kid got around a third, and then a sack fly brought him in. And it was the controversial play, though, came before that in the fifth. So it was Anthony DiGiuseppe gets hit by a pitch. I believe a pass ball moved him. Oh, no, it was a ground out moved him up to second. And a uh Pickoff play sent him over to third. Kid Blake Lutzky hits a fly ball to right field. Throw comes in, Denny. I showed you the play. He hook slides, a nice slide away from the catcher, and looks like his hand crosses the outer part of the plate. Umpire doesn't signal anything. He and the catcher both realize it's a race to a plate. Even after that, the foot came close to the plate at the same time that, that glove touched him. I thought he was safe. I mean, you saw the video. It's hard to tell, but... I thought he was safe twice. Yes. I thought he was safe on the slide as well as I thought the foot beat the tag. And, again, the umpire's right there. I'm sitting way up in the suite. That video's from the stands. But you have to be really sure to make that call as an umpire. Yeah, Yeah, you do. That's not a, oh, I thought I saw a little bit of dirt in between. That's, he missed it by six inches. You don't make that if you're not 100% sure. And he was very emphatic that he, He yeah, he missed it. So that kept it 1-1. They tie it in the bottom of the sixth. Mooney went down easy in the top of the seventh. And then Liggett comes in, a walk, a fly out, a fly out, and then an RBI uh, base hit from Oliver Service to give Liggett the championship of the uh, Catholic League. That drops Mooney to 21-4. and four. They're ranked number two in Division Four, And I'm going to assume they're going to kind of breeze through their district rather easily. If they can handle a team like Liggett, they're a team that's going to be playing for a while into June. Absolutely. Good to see for the area. Yeah, no, it's – they're – yeah, I've seen them a couple times. Their pitching's really good. Uh, the other game, I will, let's give you some baseball scores first. As I mentioned, St. Clair, they knocked off four ten to 3 last night. Other scores I got, Marysville, Blanks, Cousino, 10 nothing. Uh, I think they've given up now – their last earned run given up, might I believe, was against Frazier, which was their third series of the year, and I'm not sure that was earned. So that's uh, – they have some pretty good pitching. As I'm, Well, you play Marysville tonight. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I don't think you're going to see any of those guys that pitched in league. Uh, I if can't I, speak for Caleb, but I will guarantee you that you're not seeing any of our pitchers. Yes. Yes. I, when I saw that matchup, I went, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> People are going to think, oh, yeah, well, this could be a district preview. No. 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 Uh, but anyway – uh, so they, they beat Cousineau 10 nothing. They win their last nine games in the MAC Blue. Have you ever heard of a team in 15 games in MAC play? I believe they gave up 11 runs Ooh. and don't win the league. No, no. That would, that's, that's a sure bet, which obviously I would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that, what they did this year was absolutely ridiculous with how many runs they, they, they've given up. Yeah. Um, and the other score, another surprising one from yesterday that ended up being uh, a repeat of Wednesday. Port here on high takes the series from their rival Northern four to three. They won back on uh, Wednesday. They beat them uh, four to two. 
Big Reds, when I saw them, they needed to find a direction, and apparently they did against their rival because that was a series, again, you thought a sure bet. I thought Northern was taking three. Yeah. Yes, I, I would have, uh, not knowing a lot about Port Huron High and not having seen them, but having played Northern twice, I would, I would have been, that would have been a sure bet again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the good news is for uh, Nate Manis and Northern is that's their pre-district game. So, yeah, they'll, they'll get another shot at, at them there. So that's the other ones, other scores uh, from baseball. Uh, Ford beat St. Clair back on Wednesday 3 nothing. Marine City beat Lakeshore 6-2. to Almont beat Yale 3-0. And Marysville beat Cousino 16-1 down at Kite Monroe. That one run, by the way, unearned. So, yeah, Marysville pitching really good. They beat up on a bad Cousineau team. If you, if you go back, I, I, I'm going to pat my own, myself on the back. Go back and listen after that Northern Series. I said don't be surprised if they finish 9-0 because, one, the rest of the Mac Blue wasn't particularly tough, and, two, you knew if they kept pitching the way they did, you're not going to lose much. But. Well, I remember you, you had mentioned that if the, if the hitting ever caught up to the pitching, that it would be remarkable turnaround. Yeah, yeah, so – so do you have the lottery numbers for today? <laughs> no, no. I just know if you give up like under a run a game, you're going to be successful. <laughs> and well, yeah, twelve and three in league play. They, I mean, they dropped two or three to Utica. I think their losses were three to two and three to one, and that was six of their eleven runs they gave up throughout the year. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, softball action, because we'll have a few segments of, ju of just discussion since we have the wisest baseball coach in the area <laughs> on with us. Uh, Marysville took on Port here on high. I saw that one yesterday. Uh, Kirsten Smith, a lefty for Marysville, was absolutely um, electric. She was perfect through 14 batters, and Marysville ended up mercing them 14 nothing. And she walked number 15, got the pop out. So a one walk per, oh, no hitter against Port here on high. Uh, some of the big hitters for Marysville, Kate Westmiller had four RBIs, a single and a double. Uh, Kirsten Smith at the plate added three RBIs with a single and a double. Callie Perrin had an RBI, scored a couple runs. Avery Walters, an RBI uh, double and an RBI single. Um, and uh, Megan Winston scored twice. She walked, had a single. So did Avery Woodard. So Marysville kept on rolling. It's been a uh, rough week for uh, for, for Port here on I St. Clair took it to them against against um, on uh, Wednesday. Uh, they they kind of had their way with the Big Reds, 14 to three. And here's a lot of the. The, the line scores for St. Clair. Maddie Cole had went two for three with two RBIs and two runs scored. Laney Pavlo had two singles, two runs scored. Julia Schweighoffer, single, double, double, two RBIs. Claire Borg, single, home run, double. Uh, three quarters of the cycle, four RBIs. She didn't get the fourth at bat. Um, Avery Paul had two singles. Aaron uh, Saros, an RBI single. You had Courtney McLeod that went uh, two for four but scored three runs. And Paige Van Slambrook, pinch hit appearance, hits a two-run home run. So the St. Clair bats keep heating up. I know they play in a really tough division, but a lot of the teams they play, they won't see in the, uh, 
in their district action. Uh, a couple good performances from PH to shout out. Julia Gilbert had an RBI double, and Morgan James, the Lawrence Tech commit, had a double, scored a run, and a two RBI triple to give uh, PH some some uh, some runs there. Avery Paul struck out 10 in the victory for the Saints. Let's give you a couple more uh, softball scores from around uh, the area. Back on uh, Wednesday, you had uh, do, 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 um, New Haven over Warrenwoods Tower was the only other one I saw from Wednesday. Uh, Marine City yesterday beat Port here on Northern eight to five. They are just they've been nipping at the heels of Marysville, a half game back of the Vikings. So they they need a little help, but for a young team without a senior to uh, be in second place in the blue against a really good. Marysville team, and they upset them back on Tuesday. Yeah, you could tell the Vikings were a little motivated against uh, against Port Huron High. I'm sure you know that as a coach. You lose a game you shouldn't. The next game, yeah, you don't want to be the team that plays the bounce back game. Yes, absolutely right. Uh, the only other score I could find, Dakota, 14 nothing over St. Clair. Dakota's a really good team. Uh, St. Clair, their, their overall record's 12-16, and 16, but you look at some of the teams they've played – it makes a little more sense why they're 12 and 16. I'd venture to guess most of their 16 losses aren't teams they'll see in, in, in the postseason. So I believe that's it for scores. When we come back, we'll have um, – well, we'll pick the brain of Denny White. Um, that, that, well, that could be good. That could be scary. We'll take find, long. <laughs> we'll find out when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish. Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. 
transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck On Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. Uh, I'm joined with Denny White. Real quick, before we get into anything else, um, how unbelievable is Jake Cronenworth? How is it that every time I see a new different highlight, whether it's him hitting one into the bay or him striking out Mookie Betts or him hitting an inside the park home run, it's it just seems like oh yep here's another Cronenworth highlight. It, it seems that it is. It's I'm glad he's had an opportunity to play and and the team he's with cer- certainly seems to be having a lot of fun. That's yeah. That's the thing is that's like the team I think I don't know right now, but at one point they had the best record in the National League. Um, and he's just – he's been a huge part of that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, just you look at some of his stats right now, and he's playing with some of the best players in the game with Machado and Tatis, and he is a part of that infield. Right now he's hitting three oh five, four home runs, 12 RBIs. His, um, his on-base percentage is three seventy eight. And as a second baseman, he's, his fielding percentage is 1,000. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he seems like he's going to be a staple of that, that San Diego lineup. And, I mean, yeah, jeez. I mean, we knew he was good in high school, but it was almost yeah. like since Joel Seddon was older, he was yeah. almost like it, not in his shadow, but people paid more attention to Joel because he had his pick of colleges. Yep. And, I mean, Cronenworth, I mean, he only had his pick of, like, what, Midwestern schools? Well, and, and he had decided he was going to Michigan no matter who offered him mm-hmm. what. 
but he he had it, it was always Joel in in oh yeah the other yeah. guy Jake yeah. yeah 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 and and he's just been absolutely killing yeah. it. That had to make you happy when you saw him strike out Mookie Betts. I, that was fun. That yes. was fun because he. He he pitched for us. He was our number two with Joel. He right. pitched the state championship game, uh, but he didn't want to pitch. He <laughs> made that clear every time because he was afraid that somebody would pigeonhole him as a pitcher, and he'd never get to hit. And that's a good problem. And he, <laughs> I think he sleeps with his bat. He just that's he a- loves to hit. <laughs> I would like to have that problem where I'm too good at something else that they're going, no, you're only going to do this. You're, you're only allowed to do this. Uh, we don't want you doing the other thing because you're too good at this. Yeah. yeah you yeah. look back at that team you won a state title with and you go, yeah, no, duh. You won a state title. Yeah, this is a fairly talented team. In fact, I, I know I've said this before on here, but the discussion with Bill and I was always Please try not to screw this up. Right. I mean, hindsight, you have three professional arms on that team. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a recipe for success. Um, Before we get into anything else, again, real quick, I'm dumping your game tonight. I'm not coming down to St. Clair to see a, well, let's be honest. (laughs) It's not going to be anything like what it would be if you guys play in a district in two weeks. Yeah, it will look different. The personnel will look different. Yes. Yes. It's it's more – Closer is, is, as we like to say on here, soccer talk, a friendly than yeah, it friendly, would be yes. a, a competitive game. The MHSAA says there are no scrimmages this year, so this is definitely not a scrimmage. <laughs> so just, just, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, um, Cross, Lex, and Almont are going to be playing for a BWAC title, a doubleheader. Both teams, one loss in league. I believe Richmond has two. Um, so if they split, Richmond could have a three-way tie with them. I uh, know – just some some of the kids up there at Croslex are just fantastic. So I'll be up there watching them. But while I have Denny White here, some things that me and Dennis have talked about, and we're just two guys with a microphone, and you've been around the game longer than not. And well, <laughs> I I was at the, the Catholic League game, and they do the one one count, yep. and that significantly speeds up the game. From my perspective, I like it. Games move along. Kids are swinging at the at, at pitches more. It, I mean, it's. I think it's good for high school baseball. And what I didn't know until I was informed that the Catholic League is the only league allowed to do that. And my first question is why? Because it seems like it could be a very good option for it to go statewide. Uh, I I agree with that a hundred percent. I think it's a good option. It's. One of the difficulties and one of the reasons they put in pitch counts is the overuse of the pitchers. Um, the one-one count cuts down, at least in theory, on the number of pitches. It makes the batter swing more right. often. It speeds the game up. It's more fun to watch. There really isn't a downside until you go to um, uh, the, the the districts and above. Mm-hmm. But that's you can fix that. That's not a terrible right. problem. Uh, it just makes complete sense, but you'll have to ask the MHSAA, <laughs> and good luck with that. Well, and the thing is, like, each league, I mean, if some leagues want to stay in OO count, that's fine. But, okay, you play Mary's with tonight. It's a non-league game. You have three games on Saturday. Why shouldn't those be one-in-one counts? It saves the pitching. It, it allows you, and especially with the smaller schools, so, like, schools like that have 3,000 kids that have 10 pitcher-only kids don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about it. But you play a team like you play, even Marine City, they have five, 600 kids. Algonac has four or 500 kids. 
you don't like it's a hard to find six, seven, eight pitchers. So you get out of league, and sometimes you have kids that are just trying to basically play catch with the catcher. Yes, you're absolutely right. Like like the other night with the, you have a position player that's that's pitching. Yeah, and not a lot of good comes from one of those things no. for, from either the offense or the defense. Right, and I mean, yeah, and the one one count. The other thing that you've brought up before is. It can give a competitive advantage. In a normal season, you play usually, what, 25, 30 games? Yep. Okay. Kid, uh, uh, your, your best two pitchers will pitch in, what, six, seven of those games? So they throw, let's say they reach the limit in all of them, they're throwing six, 700 pitches. You go in a 1-1 one, one count, cut off two pitches from – however many batters he's faced, that's going to be 100 to 200 less pitches a kid throws a year. Come district and regional time, kid might be a little more fresh. Yes, ab- absolutely. And, and the reason f- that they, they put in the 105 pitches was because of abuse and overuse of the pitcher. Well, this would, at least in theory, cut down on that dramatically because you're, throw- you're throwing fewer pitches all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and there's more action. And whenever there's more action, everybody plays better because they're, they're alert, they're on their toes, they're ready for some kind, something to happen. Yeah, and I just don't understand why you block it. Like, let every league have at least the option. I mean, you, you go and watch the, the, the few Cardinal Mooney games I've done. The, those games just absolutely fly yep. by. Yep. And you don't get the, okay, walk, walk, walk. And even when you do, it's, two, it's three pitches. But the kids are going up expecting to swing. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, the only downside I could think is it might be tough to adjust going back to OO, but not really. Not I, wouldn't, I wouldn't see a problem with that. But well, I think as a crack investigative reporter as you are, <laughs> you'll, you'll probably get the ear of the MHSAA, and they'll just spill it to you. Oh, well. And then well, you can share it. We have, been, we have questioned a few things they've done. <laughs> like you go back to basketball season, their NPR ranking, however they seeded, and yeah, yeah. You have – it's it, – it was well intended, but it did not work yeah. out well at all. So, um, but yeah, the 105 pitch count, like – I mean, maybe you could do away with a pitch count if you had a 1-1 count because then, I mean, how, how long would a kid have to pitch with a 1-1 count to get to 105 pitches? A, a, long, a lot longer than he is now. Because I believe the one nice. game I did, Mooney, Mercy, Cranbrook in five innings, and I think the kid threw 50 or 60 pitches <laughs> in, in the five innings, and you're like, the kid can throw in two days yep. now. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about, and I know – Say what you can about this one. Don't get yourself in trouble. But when you look at the district draws, and you guys got the pre-district, and that's not an, that happens. That's yeah. just that's just part of the yep. game when you have five districts. Although I question that when I see districts with two teams in it. <laughs> that or and there's I think Detroit Cody was in a district by themselves. Yeah, figure that one out for me. But you guys play on Tuesday for the pre-district and the finals. Or on Friday, because they're at Lutheran North, and they chose to host them. And at first I go, oh, whatever, that, that helps us out. We can go to your games Friday, go to other, somewhere else Saturday. Until you mentioned, well, if a kid hits 100 or goes over 75 pitches, he can't pitch on Friday. Yeah. And you go, oh, that's a big difference. And that takes a lot of the competitive disadvantage from just having to play an extra game because, like we said – you get the play-in game. It's a draw. It happens, but 
Yeah. Um, what, what, <laughs> as much as you can say, speak on that. Okay. Um, it, with the 105 pitch rule, uh, if you throw 25, if a pitcher throws 25 pitches, mm-hmm. he can pitch the next day. There are, there's no rest at all required. If he throws 26 to 50, one day rest. 51 to 75, two days rest, and 76 to 105, three days rest. It's designed to protect the pitcher. Mm-hmm. I don't have any trouble with that. I, I, I disagree with the 105 top, but that's okay. That, that's, I didn't right. get the vote, so okay. Um, the problem is when you play on Tuesday, and there are advantages to playing a playing game when you're not playing on your own field. Like mm-hmm. in this case, we're playing at – um, Lutheran, Lutheran North, and we've never played there in probably 15 years. Right. So it gives us a chance to 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 acclimate to the field and the environment and everything going on. Uh, the downside is uh, we have had a pitcher pitch less than pitch 75 or less pitches in a game once this year. So the chances of, of and did that our, don't even go even go the distance. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Um, uh, no, it was a mercy. Yeah. But it, but the two teams that are playing are are in the same boat because mm. you both have an ace, and if he throws that seventy six pitch, uh, Wednesday Thursday, oops, the game's on Friday. He can't mm-hmm. pitch. It doesn't matter how tired he is, how big he is, how old he is, he cannot pitch because he's pitched. 76 pitches and and the winner of Lutheran North and St. Clair plays Marysville and I know they probably feel really sorry for us in this situation (laughs) but but that's going to pose a problem so there there are adjustments you can make but you don't really want to have to make them yes because Um, now okay Let's say you have you have your top two guys. You know who you want to pitch Friday and who you want to – game two, game three. Pitcher X, you now – you start him Tuesday and, okay, he's at 74 pitches. It's a one-run game. Do I make the switch or do I burn him and now I'm going to my third guy when I'm facing either a one or two in the district championship? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a question. Do do you throw him 75 pitches – and throw number two uh, and hope they stay under mm-hmm. under 75 so you can use them both on Friday? Uh, or like you said, is the scenario it's tied or it's close? Do you burn your number one and then go with number two against Marysville's obviously mm-hmm. number one, or one would right. think, and then your number three pitches the championship game? Is that how you want this to play out? And you may not have a choice. Right. But the scenario – it's. I know that they're looking at it, trying to adjust the schedule, mm-hmm. but they can only go one way. Yeah. Either it stays on Tuesday or they move it to Monday, but Monday's Memorial Day. Yes. And and while the two schools involved could agree to move it to Monday, it has to be cleared by the MHSAA because mm-hmm. it's the state tournament. And, yeah, and that that. That's not something you do with a phone call. That t- there's a process right. for that. So yeah, that's st- not. Hey, can we do this? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So we're still waiting for that. Well, and one thing you said earlier that I want you to touch on more. You said you wanted more than a hundred and five limit. Yeah. Where do you think that number could sit at and pitchers still be fine? Okay, I I can only speak from from our team mm-hmm. um, this year and historically. Historically, we we. 
we have good pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we work at it. We, we have a program. And I have no problem and had no problem when there wasn't a pitch count going to 120, mm-hmm. sometimes 125, depending on the pitcher. Right. Um, uh, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's an individual situation. You know, there are, there, when, when you pitched – I know that was a long time ago. <laughs> I know. You, you could go to 120, and we've got pitchers who 75 is their max. They just can't right. go. They physically can't go beyond that. And, and then there's the rest period in between. There's a, we, we have historically gone with um, you're our number one. You pitch on Monday. Well, right. there's not enough time in the league now that we're three games a week. You're not pitching any more of those. Right. So then you pitch probably – five or six times during the year where when when Joel pitched and and Jake uh Joel set the school record with wins with 10 he was 10 and 0 mm-hmm. well you could you could pitch more and um 120 is different than 105 it just right. makes a difference the same as that's if you start at one and pitcher, one that's another inning yeah it is yeah and and if you're ahead if you're ahead by a lot, and in 2011 we were ahead by a lot, often yes. you you don't even get the last two innings. Right. So, so you save you save pitches there. Now I will say I know from managing pitchers it's kind of a nightmare with a three game series. I like it because one you get a better idea of who's the best team because okay you play Ford you play him on the rotation like they do in softball they used to do in baseball you get their ace twice. Yes. Okay, you know their ace is better than your lineup twice. Does that mean you're a better team? Your two and three could be much better. Yep. But I, and I know sometimes you love it when you have a good rotation. When, when you're Marysville this year and can just need three pitchers to get through the week and you have a fourth ready to go, yeah, love it. You, you have two guys, you're like, well, maybe we should reduce yeah. it a bit. Well, and, and like you had mentioned, the, the smaller schools – and and the discussion in the MAC is when when you get uh, to the silver to, to not so much the gold but but a bit mm-hmm. and the silver and the bronze they simply don't have the personnel well, yeah, they have, can't do you that you have schools like Madison and Clintondale that have four hundred kids yep I mean it's hard enough with schools like PH and Northern to find three legitimate arms some years and even find five, six guys that you can trust to go on the mound. You're taking a third of that and telling teams to do the same thing. And then it circles back to the one and one that could be a solution. And again, if I know there's probably coaches out there that don't like it, they want to play the original way, but I mean, a one and one count or like you said, 120 pitches, you know that, you, well, I guess it's to protect the coaches that don't care because you can have in the MAC 30 good coaches and two idiots, and you're just protecting from the two idiots, the lowest yeah. common denominator. Yes, yes, you are. Yeah, you're right, the lowest common denominator. Because That's I'm sure you, you have know. To legislate against. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you don't have to say anything, but there's probably coaches out there that have no problem throwing guys way over the limit and just going, okay, hey, we don't care. We just want to win the game. Yeah, the the, and and we want to win every game. Right. But the the aim or the goal of winning every game it really isn't the purpose of the mm-hmm. game. You know, they're two completely different things. You're trying to teach things to these kids, and 
and winning at all costs isn't really from our from my right. perspective isn't doesn't count. No, especially at the high school level because in baseball more than other sports, you can kind of you have more potential to I guess ruin a kid's arm that has the potential like basketball, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, okay, you play him 32 minutes. Yeah, he gets tired, but and maybe the risk of injury goes up, but it's not like in baseball where you throw a kid 140 pitches every time, his arm blows out, boom, all the colleges just turn away and go. Absolutely, that, and that's what happens. It, that, unfortunately, is the reality of the situation. Because, I mean, you're trying to get a league title, and, I mean, you've had plenty of college arms come through, and I, I, I understand that it can be tempting, but, um, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll take another break. When we come back, we'll talk about – well, was, we like to defend some players from the area, and well, we, I think we feel a little more disrespect for kids in the area. We'll talk about it when we come back. You're listening to Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports Podcast. Brady Beaton joined with the wise one, Denny White, in for Dennis. He'll be back on Monday again. I will be up. I have a, a baseball doubleheader, Almont at Cross Lex for the BWAC Championship, but um, that will be tonight. First pitch is at 4 p.m. Um, so, Denny, there's a, as you know, a MAC versus OAA All-Star game. And, well, your your player, Luke Murkaw, got selected. Um, the Mad Hatter's going there, and <laughs> he he deserved it. He was – I mean, I probably saw his worst performance of the season on Monday, and even then, it wasn't great, but it could have been a lot worse if it wasn't him on the mound. So he gets selected along with, I mean, how many was it, 20? 21 total. 21 total through 32 schools. And I'm like, okay. So I heard he was selected, and I was like, all right, I wonder who else will get there. I'm like, Maceo Miller just completed a, a with an ERA of zero in the league. Can't get much better than that. He threw a perfect game, was absolutely dominant. Come to find out, Luke Murkaw is the only kid not from Macomb County on there. So my first thought was, okay, it's going to be loaded with Mac Red and Mac White kids, which I'm like, I don't like it, but I can at least get it. They're just trying to get the top from both. And then I see things like this, and I mean no disrespect to these kids. I have not seen them play, but I'm going to tell you that Maceo Miller or Larry Smayfield or Derek Ruiz are some of the 21 best players in the MAC uh, conference as a whole. Sorry, Chippewa Valley. You don't get to have someone on the team when you went 1-14 in, in league and 2-15 in overall. You just don't. Like, that's I, – I don't care how good he is. Southlake, you finished fourth in the silver. You are 6-6 six six in the MAC silver – you don't get a player. 
I'm sorry. Roseville, you at least won the silver. I can, I can go with that. You need some. I don't want to just completely get rid of the lower divisions. Um, but then I see Warren Mott gets a kid on there. They're in the gold. They went 5-10. and ten. Like, I'm sorry. What, what more does a kid like Maceo Miller or Larry Smayfield need to do to get on there? Or even another St. Clair representative because you look at this and you go, okay. And I know it's not supposed to be anything super serious, but you want to do an all-star game. Like when we do our all-league or anything like that on this show, you open yourself up to criticism. And you, you do this, and it just reeks of, I, I guess, politics. Because when, like I said, when one kid, I mean, you, you look at Marine City, the Walker boys, I, I think, have hit probably half a dozen home runs between the two of them. That, that lineup up and down probably deserves someone in there. And it's not like Marysville or Marine City finished dead last. Marine City and Marysville uh, combined for 23 wins in league. Marine City went 11-4, and four, tied for second. Marysville finished second. I don't understand how neither of those teams get at least one representative, but the, the, the fourth-place team in the silver can, can get one in. Well, I think, since I don't know how yes. they did it, um, uh, I think I think one of the things that that I wish and I don't know what this happened if I, I wish it would have been discussed is you got 36 teams in the MAC. Mm-hmm. If if you limit now everyone was limited to to two nominees. Right. Um so you're picking from a pool of 72 kids. Yeah. And, and they're all seniors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um but well, they, that would eliminate a couple of kids I mentioned. So. They, they had 45 nominees. So some teams simply obviously didn't nominate right. anybody. Um, but, it, yeah, the, the discussion of, of records and representing teams, there, there was no discussion of there has to be a representative from each team because otherwise they'd give you 36. And right. How are you going to get 36 in a game? Uh, maybe multiple games, maybe a doubleheader, maybe another way to do this. So, uh, yeah, real quick, I'm counting. I think the OAA has about 27-ish teams, 28. You could do a big and a small. Yeah, you could, yeah. You just go, Which, okay, you have the, the Clarkstons, the, the Oxfords, the Rochester Adams, the Seahomes, the Southfields do one, the West Bloomfields, and then you get the smaller ones in and you put them into one, two. Yeah, and I, and I think often, I, I, think they, I think it's a good idea. It's a nice alternative to trying to get your kid to Comerica Park. Right. Because that's, there's that's just too tough. many people. There's that's too many that, players. That's the whole state. And, and uh, All right, I so it's think 21 they, now, sorry, in the OAA. I think they could have done it differently. I think they, they should have. I hope they did, but I don't think they did thought about the political ramifications of of your team did poorly and you're a coach on the on the mm-hmm. all-star team therefore you get a representative the the it falls back onto perception is reality yes so um I don't, and I don't. I'm not saying any of the kids that I referenced aren't good baseball yeah. players. I'm sure yeah. they are very fine baseball players. But I'm saying when a kid goes 
through the entire league and doesn't give up an earned run, <laughs> that seems like a slam dunk no-brainer. Yeah. yeah, there doesn't to seem on. to like what more could he have done. He threw a perfect game. <laughs> and the only reason it didn't go seven is because a kid blew through a stop sign to make it a 10 nothing mercy. <laughs> like, and, I mean, I don't know how much you've seen him pitch. I'm, I, I, I have an idea that if you're playing in two weeks, you'll see him pitch. But he throws no. – He's the, the way to describe him is electric. He has a couple breaking balls that, when they're on, you cannot touch them. And, I mean, he was routinely striking out double digits if he faced enough batters to go double digits if Marysville wasn't playing three or four innings. And I don't know. Like, again, it's maybe something that I shouldn't take too seriously, but it goes back to even basketball with the kids from Crosslex that, and I'm sure you found this out, this area is the forgotten zone of Michigan in, in, in high school sports. I think that becomes the really frustrating part, and that's why when, when you have someone like Cardinal Mooney who, who is ranked second, who, who mm. makes it to Jimmy John's, that, right. that everybody in the area should be happy because they're representing the area. This, right. this does not become a, well, we're St. Clair and we only cheer for – that's not yeah. how it works. Right. I mean, I think you kind of saw it for the most part. Croslex makes their run in basketball, and I'm sure you felt some of it when you made, you've made the runs. Yep. Richmond's gone to a couple state finals. Yep. They're, they get some love in, uh, in baseball. I think – I don't know. I'd have to double-check, but they were number two last time I saw in their rankings. But, I mean, you got a lot of good teams around here, and, yeah, I, I don't know why. It's like you, this area acts like – gets treated like no one's ever come out of here. Well, and I think that Brendan had, had mentioned in one of his columns about the, about the same thing. How do, how do you not at least recognize some of these kids right. um, as talent? And the only answer is because you don't pay any attention. Because well, I think the one example he used is in the Division uh, 5 All-State team in football. Denby's offense, I think, had four kids, and they didn't get to the red zone against Marine City. And Marine City had nobody on yes, there. Yes. And you go, that doesn't make sense. Or kids from no one from Port here on High's team does, but a team they absolutely dominated in Lance Cruz gets a kid on there. And you're like, I watched these two kids play side by side. It was very clear that one was better than the other. And it, it it's frustrating. I mean, and he's from up north Petoskey area, and he's like, I thought it was hard up there to get kids recognized. He's like, it's almost impossible around here to get get some kids and it's almost like they have to be uh head and shoulders better than anyone to get the recognition yeah and it's it's in in baseball in particular the discussion has always been um geez i'm glad you play on a good high school team and i'm glad you won the title the league title Mm -hmm. district title whatever state title but who do you play for in the summertime because that's when you get seen by all of these people who vote Hello. Yeah. You don't buy the newspaper. You don't listen to the radio. You don't talk to people. Right. And, and again, it's not like – and, again, part of the reason why the, the, every, all the teams in the air are in the MAC is so you get more recognition. You play these bigger schools. Yeah, that's not happening. It's not – and, I mean, we're not isolated. It's not like the, 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 the teams right down the river play each other and never go anywhere else. You're, you got Marysville's going down playing Warren teams and absolutely destroying them, and not, nothing's happening. Northern Marine City is in a league with almost exclusively uh, St. Clair Shores and, and, and Warren schools, and they can't get any recognition? Uh, yes. It's a mystery. 
and I it's I mean I always joke about it, and it's half joke but half truth. Those schools think that Michigan ends at 23 mile. Well, and and they did, and those schools that that we play, and certainly not all of them, but the majority of them, mm-hmm. when they come up here, it's the sticks. It's like they're expecting us to have to move the horses and the right. cows off the field in order to play, and and historically that's not true. I mean. It, each school has a particular hot sport, mm-hmm. and and they're good at it. Right. And and baseball here is really good. Basketball yeah. in Croslex was exceptional. Yeah, and you had Armada, you had Marysville. Yes. That were two yep. teams that, if Croslex doesn't exist, they win a district yep. title. They're yep. playing for a regional title. And yet n- nothing seems to happen. No, and the only schools that have kind of broken through, I'd say Marine City football, because yep. they've won two state titles, are is getting some love statewide. Um, you guys have won a couple, have gone on some runs, won a state title. That helps. Um, Richmond's gone to two state finals. They get some love statewide. And e- even Croslex baseball is is mm-hmm. I, they were ranked in the in the last coaches poll, right behind you guys, I believe. So you get a little bit in baseball, but. Yeah, I, you've been around longer than I have, but it just seems like no matter how hard or how good a player is, because they're in St. Clair County and not on a mile road, they're not going to get the recognition that maybe they deserve. And maybe a little bit of it is there are guys, so we get defensive, but sometimes you look at it and you go, there's no way that this kid isn't getting X, Y, and Z. Well, and, and not to be territorial, but – but you play in the MAC, you're playing those schools yes. from down there, and you're beating those schools from down there. So it, it, someone has to explain, and they never will, mm-hmm. but well, how does this happen? No, well, and it only leaves one, one answer, and it's because it's political, which there's not a whole lot you can do about no, that. No, no, and, yeah, it's, you see all these things happen. And the other thing me and Dennis talk about, and part of it's because you see um, – we're on the, the easternmost part of the state, but it it seems like every time St. Clair's playing Lansing Catholic in a, in a baseball game, and where are they going to play it? Oh, at Lugnut Stadium. Yeah. Or, hey, you can go to Grand Rapids and play a, a semifinal, but the Fieldhouse at SC4, they're not getting anything. Nope, nope. It, it just seems like, and again, maybe not always true, but St. Clair, when they played, who was it? DeWitt in the semifinal. Didn't they play it in, like, the middle of Michigan, like 20 minutes from DeWitt? Like from DeWitt, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, okay. Like, I, I get that maybe we don't – that this area doesn't churn out as many athletes as Dakota and I, Ike and Chip Valley and Girls Point North and South, but – Again, it's not like no one's come out of here. It's not like we haven't had state champions come out of here. And, and the other thing is, like, I don't know if you ever hear, but, like, okay, when DeMarco Singleton scored 43 points, you send it into the state, they put it in their little show, and they call it Maryville. Yeah, yeah. And then Armada is in a bowling championship, and in the show, they're Armada. And it's like, come on. Like, that's just – it's a little thing, but – and maybe, again, it's just a small-town bias and we get defensive too much, but it just seems like this area should get more respect. And I know we've talked about that a ton. And like you said, you go down and beat those schools. Like, you look at whom – I mean, Marysville, they, they played Utica, they played Cousineau, they played Frazier. Marine City, they're in a league with Lakeview, Warren, Mont, Warren Woods Tower, and Lakeshore. 
Those are the big teams down there at this size. And, and by the way, Marine City, half the size of all those schools outside of Lanphier. And it just, it just gets frustrating, and I'm sure you share a lot of it. But, again, congratulations to Luke Murkall. He was able to break through the glass ceiling and get selected because if no one got selected from St. Clair, there might have been a riot with, with how he's pitched. Yeah, he's, he's done well, and it's nice to see him rewarded. And at the same time, it's frustrating that the others simply don't get some kind of recognition. Because I do think, for the most part, I mean – Maybe some schools don't like to see like their big rival succeed, but you see a Mooney, you see a Croslex, you see a Northern make a run. It seems like most of the time this area is rooting for them and hoping yeah. they, they, they continue it. And, and that's what I say. That's, that's how it is. It's I'm for St. Clair. Mm-hmm. If, if St. Clair is not playing, then I'm for whoever else is in this area. Right. So like in your district, Marysville wins it, Marine City, Armada – you hope they're the ones that knock off Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because no yep. one wants to see a team that has 12 homegrown <laughs> Division I players that definitely aren't from this state and other states. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, and I, I, I might ruffle some feathers with this, but this, this area, at least for the most part, at least compared to like, the, the Macomb schools, the recruiting aspect is a lot less. You have a lot more, not saying it doesn't happen, because it does, homegrown teams around here. Where down there, you go, okay, well, Lamp Fear was awful last year. Oh, now they're winning every game 75 to nothing. Yes. Oh, East Point hasn't had a winning season in football in 40 years. Oh, they're just running through everyone 50 to nothing. An amazing coincidence. They just have a hot class coming through. Uh, it, exactly. <laughs> well, before we get in, us and in, in, in Coach White in any more trouble, <laughs> we'll end this. Do you have anything else before we uh, wrap this up? Thank you for coming on, by the way. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. It's All fun. Right. So, again, doubleheader up at Cross Lex. They take on Almont for the BWAC Championship in baseball action. Thank you for joining me in the, on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.